Today's episode of Locked On Blackhawks is sponsored by Locker Room, the live audio-only sports talk platform. Talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time by downloading the Locker Room app for free in the iOS App Store. Your Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Friday, April 30th. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you can also check out my Strictly Blackhawks account, that's at TalkinHockey, for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. If you like what you're hearing today, then be sure to go and follow the podcast. You can go leave me a review if you want to as well. It's all free wherever you may listen to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, Google Podcasts, etc. You'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. Also, if you're on Twitter, then please go follow the Lockdown Blackhawks Twitter page. That can be found at capital L, capital O, underscore Blackhawks, with some really good content being posted there every day as well. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. Happy Friday. Or, I I guess it could be Saturday, depending on what time you listen to this. Either way, it's the weekend, baby. Time to sit back and relax after a long week of work. And on Saturday night, the Chicago Blackhawks will be taking on the Florida Panthers for the final time in the 2021 regular season. It's the second meeting of this two-game series at the United Center. With the Panthers coming away with a 4-3 OT victory on Thursday night to kick things off. I thought the Blackhawks, they fought pretty hard in that that contest. They managed um, to tie things up late even though, you know, they weren't able to establish much momentum. Alex Dabrinkit, a huge goal in the final 30 seconds. A beautiful pass from Patrick Kane to set it all up. Um, But unfortunately, Sam Bennett winds up scoring the overtime winner on a wrist shot from pretty far out, pretty close to the blue line there. One that Hawks goaltender Kevin Lankinen, I think, would like to have back. Lankinen was visibly frustrated with himself after allowing that goalie threw his water bottle at the glass after it went in. Um, but besides that, I, I honestly thought Lankinen played a pretty good game for the first time in a while. I know uh, the stats will say he still finished with a save percentage below 900 once again. He's only been higher than 900 in two of his last 10 starts now. Yikes. But throughout the course of that game, especially in the second and early on in the third period, I thought Lankinen, you know, he, he made a couple of really good saves to keep his team alive, and uh, he, he was pretty sturdy in there for the most part. But the question now that sits upon the Blackhawks is, what do they do in net during these final six games of the regular season? And I bring this up right now because today, after the Hawks held their optional practice, head coach Jeremy Colleton said that it's, and I quote, Definitely on the table for goaltender Colin Delia to get a start or two down the stretch here. And it's been quite a while since we've seen Colin Delia. You have to go way back to the third game of the season, which also happened to come against the Florida Panthers. It's been since the third game of the season since Colin Delia got a chance to play in that. I'm sure that's not a situation that he can be all that happy with. Um, But at the end of the day, 
the Hawks, they were getting some solid play out of Lankanen throughout most of the year, and then whenever Malcolm Subban would go in and got his opportunity, it seemed like, you know, uh, he'd either play really well or even when he was kind of off, he never played poorly enough for Delia to kind of be in consideration or even thought of as an option. Uh, I thought Subban had a, a pretty decent year for the most part, as did Lankanen, obviously. So for Delia, you know, I'm really hoping the guy does get a shot to show his stuff here in the final games. He's deserving of it. Um, for a while, actually, for the past couple of years, a lot of people thought that Colin Delia was going to be the one to take the reins from Corey Crawford at the end of his tenure. Uh, we saw some tremendous play out of Delia. That was what I believe during the 2017-18 season. When I try not to remember, the Hawks were atrocious. Um, but that's when Delia first stepped onto the scene and made his NHL debut. Uh, had some pretty strong starts, even though the defense in front of him was uh, lackluster to say the least. Then after that, he went on to become an AHL All-Star. After we had both. Robin Leonard and Corey Crawford last season. So really, Delia hasn't done anything wrong to not get a shot in that. He just didn't take the opportunity and sort of run with it like Kevin Lankinen did. So again, I do hope to see Delia at least one time here for the Blackhawks. And for Delia, I think, you know, I know it's going to be tough, but I think it's very important for him to not let this season, you know, get the best of him. If anything, he has to find a way to use that for motivation for when he does get back out there on the ice to, to prove everyone that, you know, uh, that, that put him on the bench, you know, that they made a mistake. So not only do I think that, you know, it's important for Delia to prove that to Chicago, but I think it's also important, um, you know, for, for him to do that for his hopes of sticking around in the NHL. I'm sure, you know, if things don't work out here that, Someone would probably be willing to give him an opportunity or at least give him a look in training camp or something. Um, but if he, if he goes out there and, and kind of stinks up the joint, those chances certainly drop down a little bit. So if Delia does get a chance to play here in these final games of the season against uh, the Panthers, I don't think he's going to play tomorrow night, but possibly uh, the series after that, three-game series against the Carolina Hurricanes, and then two against the Dallas Stars around out the year. If he does get a chance to play in any of those games, I think it's very crucial for him you know, to kind of put all that bull crap aside and just try to play to the best of his abilities. And if he does that, then good things will come of it in the future, regardless if it's in Chicago or somewhere else around the National Hockey League. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there are my thoughts on the Blackhawks goaltender situation down the stretch of the season. Coming up in just a minute, I'm going to talk about their projected lineup for Saturday night against the Florida Panthers. But first, I need to talk to you all about 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings sure to bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring. Ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply as a beautiful conversation piece. They're the perfect way to bring light into her life. They're available now through Mother's Day only on BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10x10. This collection features high quality, 
fine jewelry that will surprise and delight and is also fairly priced. So you can give her something special and truly meaningful. If you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring that she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10x10 only at BlueNile.com. This is the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, I just wrapped up talking about Colin Delia possibly getting a start in goal during these final six games of the 2021 regular season. Moving on now with the Blackhawks set to take on the Florida Panthers on Saturday night. Per usual, want to be sure to go over their projected lineup and talk about who I think could be in net. So the million dollar question on Saturday is, Who's going to be in net for the Chicago Blackhawks? And right now, it really could be either of the three, Kevin Lankinen, Malcolm Subban, or the guy I just talked about, Colin Delia. But honestly, after Lankinen sort of had a bounce-back game on Thursday, he definitely did play better than he had in his previous two starts, which he was pulled in, both of them. Um... Because because he had that bounce-back game on Thursday, I do think that Jer- Jeremy Colleton goes with Lankinen once again on Saturday night to close out this series. I think he wants to have Lankinen end this year uh, on a high note, per se, and sort of uh, find his game that he had, you know, that he was regularly demonstrating earlier on in the season. Also, Lankinen overall, he's been pretty good against the Florida Panthers during this rookie campaign of his. He has one of his two shutouts this year against Florida, and he's played six games against them now, so a little bit familiar with this team and their tendencies, so I ultimately do think Lankinen will be back in net for the second game of the series, but I also would not be surprised to see either Subban or Delia, but I I do admit I think Subban is the more likely candidate of the two at this point. As for the Blackhawks lineup, starting with the forward group, no real changes I could see up front, except maybe Philip Kurashev drawing back in. I talked a little bit on yesterday's episode how uh, I think it's important for the Blackhawks youngsters to be in there and getting opportunities during these final games of the season now that the postseason is essentially out of reach. So because of that, I'm hopeful that Kurashev will draw back in, but if he does, you know, that that means someone's going to have to slot out. And in my opinion, if Kurashev does go in, I think he's going to hop in on the fourth line in place of Brett Connolly, along with David Camp and Mark, Mike Hardman. I, I just don't see Hardman drawing out of the lineup after he's put together uh, back-to-back impressive performances, at least physically. His presence, for sure, has been felt in that department so far. He's led the Blackhawks in hits in both of his two games in the NHL, so I think Hardman does stay in, and I also think Adam Gaudette has to stay in as well. Uh, he played on Thursday night on the third line along with Dominic Kubelik and Dylan Strom, and he scored his first goal with the Blackhawks. He now also has two points in as many games, so have to think Gaudette will be in the lineup once again. So if Kershev 
does draw back in. I think Brett Connolly is the one he's going to replace down on the fourth line. Just a veteran guy that uh, really doesn't have much to prove at this point in the season. Also, uh, he, he he's a veteran. Um, maybe don't want to get him injured. I know that's really not a mentality to have at this point of the year, but there's you look around this lineup and there's really no one else you'd, you'd want to take out at this point, I think, besides Connolly. So um, I do think if Philip Kershev, the youngster, I hope, I hope the Blackhawks are thinking the same way that I am. Get him his reps. I know he hasn't been great lately, but um, the more reps you get him, you know, the more it's going to help him in the long run. So breaking down the lines for the Blackhawks, top line I think will be once again Vinny Henestrosa, Pia Suter, and Patrick Kane. Uh, Vinny stays hot. His point streak's now at four four games. He has goals in three of his last four points in uh, 10 points. In 11 games since being reacquired by the Blackhawks. Love that he's getting a chance to play with Patty Kane. Then the second line, I think, will be Alex DeBrinkett, Kirby Dock, and Brandon Hagel. The third line, as I just mentioned, Dominic Kubelik, Dylan Strome, and Adam Gaudet, who's been very impressive in his few couple games with Chicago so far. And then the fourth line, I hope Philip Kurashev draws back in there along with David Kampf and Mike Hardman. As for the defense... Uh, not sure if we're going to see any changes back here. I expect Zadorov and Murphy to be the top pairing once again, as they have been for some time now. Then the second pairing is where the only change uh, could possibly come. If Colleton wants to get Ian Mitchell back in the lineup, he could slot in there with Duncan Keith, but he really hasn't been playing Mitchell all that much uh, as of late. And also, that would have to mean that Nicholas Bodan would hop on out, which I don't think is going to happen, honestly. There's no real reason, uh, at least to, for me, for Bodan to come out. So I do think it will be the same defensive grouping for the Blackhawks. Once again, Zadorov Murphy up top, Duncan Keith and Nicholas Bodan on the second pairing. Then to round things out on the third pairing, I expect to see Riley Stillman in there again against his former team alongside with Wyatt Kalanuck, who has been very impressive as of late points in four straight games for Kalanuck as well. And he also has points in seven of his last nine. One of those games where he didn't pick up a point that was also in the contest where he left early with a hip injury against Nashville. So he really has points in seven of his last eight games. Really good stretch here for Wyatt Kalanuck. Hope hoping he can stay red hot on the back end with Riley Stillman on the Hawks' third defensive pairing. All right, I think that takes care of my projected lineup for the Blackhawks on Saturday night against the Panthers. Coming up in just a minute, I am going to provide a quick update on the Blackhawks' 2020 first-round pick, Lucas Reichel. But first, I need to talk to you all about Built Bar, which is the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Built Bar has a ton of awesome classic flavors like peanut butter, double chocolate, salted caramel, and now they also have six new flavors, which are caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp, all of which, like the other 12 flavors, are covered in 100% real chocolate and are soft, easy to chew, and great for the keto diet. Not only are all the bars low calorie and low sugar, but they're also a great source for protein and fiber. So make sure to go to BuiltBar.com today and use the promo code LOCKED15, capital L in LOCKED, then the number 15, to get 15% off your next order. 
One more time, be sure to check out BuiltBar.com for a delicious and healthy snack option and use our exclusive promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next Built Bar order. I also need to talk about BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts, and be sure to use our promo code LOCKEDON, one word in all caps, to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Major League Baseball is back. The NBA and NHL are getting down to the home stretch of their seasons. And for those interested in other things aside from sports, Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's also free to sign up. So head on over to the website. Or you can also use your mobile device to sign up today and be sure to use our promo code LOCKEDON, that's one word in all caps, to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. This is the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, I just finished up sharing my projected lineup for the Blackhawks on Saturday against the Florida Panthers. Before I wrap things up on the show here today, I wanted to be sure to mention quickly that Blackhawks 2020 first round pick Lucas Reichel and his team Ice Baron Berlin are headed to the DEL championship. The DEL, for those of you who don't know, that's the top league over in Germany, which is Reichel's home country, and Ice Baron is where Reichel has spent each of his last two seasons. Last year, as a 17-year-old, Reichel recorded 12 goals and 12 assists for 24 points in 42 games, and then he followed that up this year with 10 goals and 17 assists for 27 points in 38 games. So a nice little progression there for Reichel overall as a playmaker. I know his goals dipped a little bit, but uh, he did play in four fewer games and the points overall were up. Uh, And especially in a league against grown men, you know, for this kid to even be playing professional hockey already at such a young age, even if it isn't a top-notch league overseas like uh, the NLA or Liga or something, it's significant. And so far in these playoffs, Reichel has one goal and three assists, four points in six playoff games. Pretty good start for the Hawks' latest first-round pick. And this postseason experience, you know, it should only help Reichel develop and uh, give him a little taste of intense action before he comes over to North America. And speaking of the devil... Originally, on the night when Reichel was drafted by the Hawks, they asked him right away how long he thought it would be before he would come over and play in Chicago. And he responded immediately, very confident in his answer. He responded by saying, two years and he'll be ready to go. No hesitation. It sounded like it was well thought out and well planned. That really was uh, sounding like it was the path he was wanting to take. So, of course, this season right now would be the first of the two that he was talking about. But I have to say, I'm not so sure that he has 
all that much more to prove over in the DEL. The progression, it was clear this season, and he also played in a mar- a much larger role for Ice Baron. He was a top six guy this year. He saw time on the power play, whereas last season he was used more as a, a bottom six guy, just kind of a kid just breaking into his professional career. But with the offensive numbers going up this year, uh, everything away from the puck, it's always looked good. Those have always been uh, part of the perks and reasons why he was selected in the first round. He's known as a relentless four-checker and pretty solid on the defensive side of things. Um, So with all that being said, I just don't know why he would stay over there in Germany and play another season in the DEL when he could come over to the Blackhawks and... Maybe, you know, at worst case scenario, he spends half the season or maybe a little more down in Rockford. But, you know, with the stage the Blackhawks are in right now, they're still rebuilding and in that window. Um, You know, they would give this kid an opportunity to showcase his stuff and and see what he's got. Um, Maybe he's wanting to stay in his home country of Germany for a bit longer. Um, And and maybe, you know, I, I wouldn't blame him if he'd prefer that over spending the majority of the campaign down in Rockford. Not sure what that situation is going to be like and how it's all going to pan out, but I do think there is a strong possibility that the Blackhawks are pushing for this and and that Reichel makes the jump over to North America after he, of course, wraps up this postseason run in the DEL and joins the Chicago Blackhawks for the 2021-2022 season. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will wrap up Friday, April 30th's episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show, and be sure to follow the Locked On Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app, and you can get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And after the show, get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes by following Locked On Today wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, thank you for tuning into today's episode. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account, at JackBushman2, or my Strictly Blackhawks account, at Talk and Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. For any questions at all regarding anything related to the show, you can always email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com. You can hit me on one of my Twitter accounts, or you can call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until tomorrow's episode, go Hawks. Let's end this season series on a high note and go take it to the Florida Panthers. And thanks again for listening to Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.